Prologue. Time is a funny teacher. As the years go by, our perspective changes. In the following story, I have now been the lost little boy filled with fear and anxiety. The father, whose adrenaline-pumping fear has morphed into anger when they were found and saved. And now I am the grandfather who has come to understand that the gentle and compassionate care given has a greater impact on a child. In the summer of 76, we went into the hills near Pocatello to cut wood with my grandparents, the Hearts. My older sister Paige was just 11 and I was 9. Paige decided that we should beat everyone back to the cars and chose to take a shortcut through the forest. She thought that I would enjoy the adventure and insisted that I came along with her. Just as we were heading off on our adventure, our parents stopped us and asked us where we were going. When we told them of our decision to head out on our own, they asked us to come back and walk with them. Paige tried to reassure them that she knew where the cars were and that we would be fine. I became somewhat hesitant and questioned Paige's decision. Paige said, come on, let's go. She was really confident that she knew where the parking lot was. After some time hiking through the densely wooded area for nearly 10 minutes, we couldn't hear the chainsaw anymore. I was getting worried and wanted to go back. She kept saying, we're almost there. It's just through the trees and over the little hill. Finally, Paige began to worry, figuring that we should have come to the parking lot by now. Soon we did find the road that led back to the city. We were relieved to have found the road, but were surprised that the cars were not there. Not knowing which direction to go to find the parking lot, we both became very worried. At this time, we could faintly hear Dad calling out, then the others, hearing the concern in their voices, especially our father's. It took us some time to recognize the direction he was calling from. Shortly, we found them just around the bend in the road. We were very relieved and then slightly afraid of the coming scolding that we figured was coming for failing to follow our parents' counsel to walk back with them. Dad was upset. He was very afraid, obviously, about all the what-ifs that could have occurred. As he was yelling at us, and I most likely would have had a spanking with Dad like Paige did if it wasn't for Grammy stepping in. Grammy moved us away from him and gave us a hug. We got into Papa's light blue Bronco, Papa and Dad in the front seats, and Grammy was in the back with us. Grandpa disagreed with how Dad handled his frustration, panic, and fear of us being lost. Papa Hart expressed how there are better ways to handle the situation. We were both feeling the thick tension between the adults, so no one spoke for a while. Papa Hart must have seen the wide-eyed looks on our faces in the rearview mirror because both of the adults slumped their shoulders and breathed a softened sigh, which seemed to relieve the tension that we were feeling in the Bronco. Papa had Sinsins, a black salt licorice breath freshener that he passed back to Grammy for us. She expressed her love and concern for us. It was then that we felt relieved that it was all over. 
The incident never came up again except for by Paige and myself. It was Grandma who showed true leadership when she stepped in, putting her between us and my father and safely putting us in the Bronco. She understood listening and counseling with Christ-like love. This compassionate act has led to lasting endearment and a fond memory of her leaving a legacy of compassion and love. With this all being said, if it wasn't for my father's concern and recognition that we were missing as early as he did, we may have wandered so far away that we may have never been found. Now for a message from my sponsor. I'd like to end with a quote. There is no such thing as a hopeless situation. Every single circumstance of your life can change. By Ritu.